Thank you for tuning in to Repairers of the Breach Ministries today. As Pastor Calvin King delivers a message guaranteed to enlighten, we pray that you are tremendously blessed by the word going forward today. Hello to our listening audience. I thank God for you today. And I would like to start by asking you to follow along with us today as we begin to study God's word and understand God's purpose and plan for our life. Today, I want to talk about one of mankind's biggest struggles. And it's not drugs, not alcohol, not men, not women, not marriage, not money. Mankind or human biggest struggle is identity. You've probably heard it before, but it's so true. And not only do we struggle with it as being adults, our children are struggling from day one because we don't know who we really are. Therefore, it's very difficult for us to teach it to our children. So we watch them go into school, face peer pressure, fight every day trying to survive, get into this rat race and not know who they are, not be able to understand their identity, not understanding why God created them, never understanding purpose, and they go through life trying to find themselves and they'll end up failing out of life or messing up in life because they're not sure about who they were or who they were created to be. Today, let's talk about this and let's understand it because it's so important that Jesus even dealt with it. Not that he struggled with his identity, but he wanted to know what people were saying about him. Who did they say that he was? Did they understand who he really was? And one day, according to Scripture, Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 through 16, and I read this from the New Living Translation, Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, and he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, but who do you say I am? Simon Peter jumped up and said, he answered, you're the Messiah, the son of the living God. Well, I want to make one of several points today so that you can understand what's happening and where we're going. I would like to bring it out that Jesus was concerned about what people were saying about him, so much so that he asked his disciples, what are they saying about me? What's the word on the street? Who do they say that I am? Now, you may say, well, I'm not concerned about this. I, I don't care what people think. You know, let's talk about that before we go farther, because really deep down inside you do. And I know we were taught by our parents that sticks and stones may break our bones, but talk would never hurt us. Words would never hurt us. We find out now that we are older and can look back on life. Words do hurt. Words are powerful, more powerful than what we give them credit to being. They're very, very powerful. And they hurt us really, really bad. So correction need to be made as we use our words. Because our words can help us with our identity if we understand the power thereof. They're so important that they form our life. Not only that, but Jesus was so concerned with what people were saying about him 
that I think if he being our example, we too should be concerned what they say about us. I'm not asking you to build your life on it. I'm not asking to, to, for you to fight somebody over it. All I'm asking is that you slow down a little bit and be true to yourself. There's one organization that helped people get over addiction. And one thing that they say to thy own self be true. Today I'm asking you to thine own self be true. Let's get rid of the facade. Let's stop pretending and let's believe. Let's accept. Let's embrace what's happening in this life so that we'll be able to change this life. So let me do this. Let's forget about what they are saying about who we are. Let me ask you the question, since you're listening in today. Who are you? Yes, I ask you the question, not anybody else, not your friends, not your associates, not those who work with you. I'm asking you, who are you? Who are you really? Do you know yourself? Do you know you? Do you know what God or how God created you? The word of God says to Jeremiah, when Jeremiah was going through some things, God told him in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, again from New Living Translation, I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as a prophet to the nations. God is simply saying to Jeremiah, I knew you before you came in your mother's womb. If God was saying this about Jeremiah and we understand the scripture that God has no respect to persons, the way he does for one, he'll do for others. So in other words, we all were created by God. Therefore, God knew us all before we were formed in our mother's womb. Not to get too deep into this, but God had you on your mind, on his mind before you came into this earth. With that being said, Please understand that you didn't come from some blob or some accident or you're not a freak of nature. No, God formed you. He created you. He knew you before you were in your mother's womb. So therefore, he had a purpose. He ordained you. He had a design. He had an intent in mind. God does not start something and compl don't complete it. Listen to me good. If you're in this earth right now, you're listening to my voice right now, God has begun a work in you. He's beginning to work in you. Listen to me good. Because of what you're doing right now, even though you're driving in this car, God, or listening to me on the radio or, or whatever you may be, God has you here for a purpose, for a reason. You're not an accident. God has begun a work in you. And he, the work that he's begun in you, he's going to continue it until the day of Christ. He's not through with you. I don't care how bad you're messed up. I don't care how angry you are with yourself. I don't care who hurt you. God's going to turn it all around and make it work for the good. Trust me, he's done it in my life, and I know other lives that he's done it in. He is not through with you yet. He is not the type of God that will begin a project and leave it unfinished. He's not through with you yet. He's getting you ready for something that you right now can't handle. So get that into your spirit and allow God to begin to do the work in you that only he can do. With that being said, it's important that we take 
a second and look at ourselves based on revelation knowledge. Uh, Peter them had revelation knowledge of Jesus, and we need revelation knowledge of who we really are. I feel, again, it's my own personal persuasion, my own personal feeling, but I feel that we've been born into this human realm, this earth realm, and we lived all our days. We've gotten so good at being human that we didn't realize that we were spirit beings. We live so long as humans that we never lived in the spirit. And God created us in his image and in his likeness. Meaning that since God created you in his image and in his likeness, God wanted you to act like him. So therein lies your purpose. Your purpose is to act like God. Therefore, now you begin to understand and can grasp the fact that being created in God's image, you are a spiritual being, and therefore you have the ability to act like God. You're not to act like everybody else act because they've lost their identity. They don't know who they are, or they never had their identity. But now you're getting older, you're getting more mature in this thing. Life is beginning to come serious, straightforward to you. So you've got to understand that in order to be able to handle life, you've got to accept how God created you to be. Some things we allow to come into our lives that are not planned by God, were not designed by God, and God didn't want it in us. That's why when things come into our bodies, diseases and sickness, it's dis-ease to the body because of the fact that the body was not created to be under stress, to have high blood pressure, all these things. Well, walking in the spirit can help you because your spirit man began to speak to you and tell you things that you should lay off of. And God is speaking to all of us. You know God told you not to do this, not to go there, and you were disobedient. Well, it can put you at ease. Not so, so much that you're a sickness, it's just that you're uneasy about the way you're living. In order for us to correct this, We've got to go back to realizing that we were created in God's image and we were created with a purpose in mind. So since God created us in his image and with a purpose in mind, if we can grasp this truth and begin to understand it even more, we begin to see scripture unfold before our eyes. We will understand how important our words are. As I stated before, your words are important. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Scriptures are true. You can have whatsoever you say. Because we were made in his image and in his likeness, God began everything by speaking. When God showed up on the scene, he said, let there be light. And there was light. When you begin to speak things out there, it begins to shape and form in your life. And we must be careful with this. In order for you to find your identity and be able to ask the question or answer the question of who you are, you must grasp the power of your words. Because if you say to yourself, I'm nobody, then you will be a nobody. You will be whatever you say. Abraham even proved that fact. God wrote it down in Scripture. He said, and Abraham, call those things that be not as though they were. When there was no hope against hope, Abraham began to speak what he wanted. Sometimes life grabs us by the throat in order to cut off our vocals, our, our, our speaking, our words, 
in order that we may not utter what we want in life. And so many times we feel so bitter, so hurt, so distraught that we don't want to say anything positive that we end up throwing pity parties. And that's an attack of the enemy to keep you down. If you begin to change what you say and start following in line with what you're saying, I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. Favor overtakes me. It comes looking for me. I expect to be favored. So I began to watch these things happen in my life because I send my words out. The word of God says, God said, I sent my word and my word healed you and delivered you. He said, my word will not return to me void. I can have whatsoever I say. I would like to stop and make a point to you. And it's not for you to really act upon it or to do this. But I simply want to make a point. So understand me. I'm not expecting for you to actually do this. And when I say it, it ought to grab your spirit and shake your spirit up so much that you won't say it. Because I do believe and I do understand that you were creating God's image. Meaning you know right from wrong. Whether you accept it or not, you do know it. So let's try this scenario. Let's try this principle and see if you can do it. If you're in agreement with me, just to show you the power of your words. For the next 30 days, I want you to begin in the morning, at noon, and at night before you go to bed. I want you to begin to confess that you're going to have cancer. And you're going to die in 30 days from the date that you start. Begin every day, just start saying, I have cancer, I have cancer, I have cancer. Did you feel it in your spirit? Something went wrong in your spirit. It's almost like it began to short circuit. Pastor, you're crazy. I'm not going to say that. Well, why not? Why you won't say it? You won't confess every day that you have cancer because it might happen. Point made. Point taken, point made. It might happen. Why will it might happen? Because you confessed it. You said it. You spoke it. So there lies the truth. Your words are powerful and they might. And I say not only might, but will come to pass. So no, don't make that confession that you're going to have cancer. Make that confession that you're coming into the will, the purpose, and the plan of God. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that you are encouraged by today's word and that you are able to apply it to your daily walk with Christ. Join us right here every Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. for a message from Pastor Calvin King or join us live at Repairs of the Breach Ministries, 8700 Davidson Road, Olive Branch, Mississippi on Sundays at 11 a.m. and Wednesdays at 6.45 p.m. We look forward to seeing you soon. Have a blessed week.